All right. Now that we are all officially pumped up, and it's a shame. Actually, pump, pump, pump up the listeners. Is it working? It's working for me. All right, I'm good. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. This is your host, Stanley Hudson. And good news this week, Captain Reverso, the foremost authority in backing up anything, is back this week. Say hi. Hello. All right. And Rex Manning is always in our executive producer. And this is, like we stated last week, our one-year anniversary. And so hopefully people won't make me look like a punk and not call in. So we, the phone has yet to ring, but it will. I have faith. Do you have faith? I do. Yeah. Faith of a mustard seed. Because if, if people don't call, I will call with my many voices. <laughs> Hello, I've been a fan for such a long time. It, nobody would know that's me, right? No. No. Excellent. I just love to hear Mr. Reverso. It's the backup plan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because we will have to edit that out if it does become the actual, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I got you. The proper answer for when I say you know what I mean, which probably happens a lot now, is that's what's up. There's a customer, there's two customers in uh, my work the other day, and one of them was like, blah, 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 know what I'm saying? Every, like, you know, third word was, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. The other guy was just, that's all they were really saying. That's what's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what's up. And they're like, but you can say a lot of different things, apparently, with that's what's up, because that's what's up. That, that's what's up. Man, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, without actually really saying anything. Yes. Like, without any real meaningful communication. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. It's like the time you saw the people at AutoZone, they were telling each other the keys to life. Yes. Life hacks. Yeah. Yeah, those two. Yeah, for everybody that hadn't heard the story. <laughs> I walk into AutoZone just doing, I don't even know what, getting some parts or something, and there was a guy standing behind the counter. For your My Little Pony ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to gear up my My Little Pony ride. <laughs> the quarter and, thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And... um so these these two gentlemen, one of them that worked there, he was he was a younger guy, and then he was standing out in the like out from behind the counter with the with an older guy, and uh, these two were going back and forth talking about. I I was trying to wrap my head around what was going on, but one of them actually told the other one that he was that they were they were complaining about what seemed to be the younger one's little brother, mm-hmm. and that they were trying to give him some guidance and things. And one of them actually said that he had given the other ones the cheat codes to life. Cheat, cheat codes. I thought, I thought it was So <laughs> he, said, he said, man, I done given a cheat code to life. And, you know, and like apparently the, the other one still just wasn't understanding. He did not accept the cheat codes. Yeah, I don't know. But, but these two, like to, to hear them talk to one another, like you would think that they were actually exchanging some kind of real tangible thing that you could put your hands on, like he had handed him something, and and <clears throat> like a sacred scroll rolled up, yeah, and like stamped with wax. Yes. Well, I used to get and those. Like all he had to do was just open. Here's the codes. That, wow. you know, Maybe he had to enter the codes. All you have to do is pop this. Yeah, it was left down, left down, up, right, up, right. <laughs> well, Maybe, I was going to do something for our listeners <laughs> that I just thought start. about. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm good. Come on, man. Come on, man. No, the thing is, uh, as a benefit to our listeners, I actually obtained the cheat codes of life from that guy. And I'm a little hesitant to apply them myself. I don't know if I'm ready for that much success. But I'm going to go ahead and give you a preview. And then y'all can PayPal us money at the PayPal we don't have or whatever. Give, send, go. I don't know. The money, if you want the rest of the secret codes. But it starts with... 
It starts with B A B A up down B A left right B A, and you're gonna have to freaking send me some money to know what the last <laughs> button is on Nintendo for the Universal Cheat Code to Life. All right. Uh, first up, we have a video clip of everybody's least favorite fake president, uh, and th- this everybody's probably seen this by now. Um, so it's still funny. It's uh, there's we probably have some people that haven't heard this, but uh, this is uh, Joe Biden calling Peter Ducey an SOB. Pause that for just a second since I, I didn't realize that it was, it was uh, so chaotic. Yeah. But Peter Ducey is asking him about if inflation is going to hurt his poll numbers. Is the, the basic. Yes, for like, I believe the midterm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> So, and and I've heard a lot of people do, like, a lot of different commentary on this and try and break it down. But, and one of the things, like, obviously, the part where he calls Peter Ducey a stupid SOB, like, that's funny. But what he said right before that... Is inflation's an asset. Yes. So, but I think he was saying that as... And I think I, he was being, uh, you know, sarcastic. And, and I like to think that, too. <clears throat> but I saw even today... Um, they're trying to pass legislation to get rid of things like Bitcoin mm-hmm. um, and any kind of cryptocurrency because you can't manipulate it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So, I, yeah, you can uh, you can create inflation or, or whatever. You can make the dollar whatever it is that however little or as much as you want it to, to be worth, but you really can't fool with cryptocurrency. And it's like, it's driving these people nuts. And so, yeah, I, I, I like to think that was kind of tongue-in-cheek, sarcastic, whatever. But who really knows? I don't think they have to worry about getting rid of Bitcoin. It's dropped about 50% the last two weeks. <laughs> well, I mean... The, the, That's sarcasm. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I'm wholly unfamiliar, and I think a lot of them are, too, as far as the... the like Joe Biden doesn't have any idea what the hell cryptocurrency nah, there is. is. Well, I've kind of been looking at that stuff, but they're they're worried about Bitcoin and Dogecoin, all that <laughs> kind of stuff, because word is they're talking about coming out with a federalized digital currency. That's why they're really focusing on. Yeah, but they they would then therefore be able to manipulate that. Correct, but that's why they're starting to target these other. Digital currency. Another yeah, thing, they don't want the privately owned correct. type digital currency. They want a federal digital digital currency. Correct. One of the things, though, that kind of lends a little bit of credence to to what Rex just said, as far as them him him not being sarcastic and saying that inflation is a positive, I I, I believe it was Jen Psaki and several others in the administration that tried to spin that as a positive that inflation was good. However, which I can't follow that path of conflating nonsense to to how they would come to that conclusion, but. Maybe yeah, it was serious. along the same lines of the supply chain issues are good. Yeah. So people are just buying so much stuff. Which there there's been a uh there's been a a direct like that that level of stupidity and non nonsense is 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 becoming apparent to everybody. And so after the intro we're going to delve into some of um the leftist networks this week and this is just a small sample of what they're starting to, to look at. And like, I think it was last week that we talked about it, that, you know, the adults are back in charge is what is how they sold it. 
and they're realizing like they they towed the line and you they did their part of the, they did what they were supposed to do they held up their end of the bargain Joe Biden can, and and not only Joe Biden but the entirety of his administration and, and in my opinion Barack Obama they can't do this. Yeah. They this is the best that y'all can come up with. That or it's on purpose. Which at this point, as Hillary Clinton would say, what difference does it make? So we are ma- regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. All right, you are listening to Blue Collar Blacklisted. During the intro, we got our first phone call, so now I do not look like a loser. We don't look like losers collectively, and we have an old friend on, uh, at, and it's funny because this is our one-year anniversary, and Devil's Advocate that everybody remembers and loved is called in to show his appreciation, talk about something. So what's going on, dude? Not much is going on. I just wanted to call in and say hello. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys that I think you guys are doing a terrific job. Um, you're, you are my number one news source oh. for uh, staying current. Um and actually, a, a friend and I were talking today at work about how you guys are the only podcast that I listen to. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of got to, to listen to some of the stuff that's going on with, uh, uh, what's his name, Neil Neil something or another? Neil Young. The, the, it was like that 184-year-old singer. Yeah. But <laughs> but I got to listen to some stuff, and, and we got to talking about Joe Rogan, and, and in all honesty, I've never listened to his podcast, but... Um, but you guys are my my number one go to. Oh, so dude, as long as we don't take you off Spotify, we'll, we'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and and it's funny because well, it's not funny, and because of our name change. Yeah, you know, um, if it can happen to Joe Rogan, it can happen to anybody. And I think that you know, so Joe Rogan has the biggest podcast, if I'm not mistaken, of all time. Yeah, and so he has. Well, well, absolutely. Yeah. So if they if they do, and, and from what I understand, they they are actually trying to get Joe Rogan. Spotify. Yeah, am I correct in that? Yes, the uh, what is the the uh, it's not the attorney general. What's what's the health the the head of the? Yeah, whoever. It's it's, it's right. the guy that looks like a zombie, the little like creepy looking Middle Eastern dude that looks like he's from The Walking Dead. Yeah, that. So yes, the federal government is is Fauci. looking. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like a that, That's not really narrowing it down. Like, they yeah. all kind of fit that description. Yeah. No. Um, but the the thing is, you know, if if they actually succeed and get him off then you know who they're going to be coming for next you know they're going to start coming after the little guys oh for sure absolutely it's it's terrible and keep in mind when they're when they're uh wanting to to do that that was because the the way the government's saying is because from a health perspective it's not good to have that information out there and so the one thing they're they're not doing is proving why that that information is quote-unquote inaccurate or infactual they're not doing that and so well, they're also not even given specifics as to what it is. They just say that this is this is COVID misinformation, but they never really elaborate as to which part of it is misinformation. Which part is it? Like, is it the the ivermectin that he talked about on his show? Is it you know the the 
hydroxychlorobobo is it like yeah. you no know, but they never do it they never dive into specifics sure as to, right. as they, to what it is they just throw a big blanket over it and they hey you figure it out but yeah. but you're not going to get to listen to this anymore and that's obviously extremely dangerous and and i'd talked to my brother this week about uh you know the and and this isn't a direct correlation because legally the constitution the constraints on the constitution or, or within the constitution or for the individual against the federal government. But I just wonder why with free speech, people aren't as adamant about free speech issues as they are the second amendment. And I'm definitely not a constitutional nor legal expert, but I do know that the amendments to the constitution are enumerated in such a, they're, they're in order of importance and the first amendment being the most important, hence the reason it's first when people are saying come and take it and in this which my brother's counter argument is the fact that okay well you know the, these companies here that are doing this are private entities but but forever facebook has had the federal government's hand up inside the puppet and now you're kind of starting to see the mask slip because the federal government's telling spotify yeah that they need to do this so and it's, that's it's, the thing like podcasts are one of the one of the last outlets that is it's largely untouched that big tech hasn't censored and now, and and while Joe Rogan, a few years ago, back before he he really really made it big, because I think he gets over two hundred million downloads like a week. So, I mean, he's 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 become bigger than than what they would like. I, and I, since I, he's become bigger, like and and putting that voice out there, which that guy's got more of a a listenership than CNN on. Well, CNN is so, only a fraction yeah. of what he gets. So. Yeah, that they've just here lately um, decided that podcasts need to be somewhat reined in too. So it's really one of the last outlets. So, well, uh, Devil's Advocate, you listen, you're a regular listener, we, we and we will at some point have you back in the studio. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> so the what, what I'm assuming that, or I, in my opinion, we should maybe go full bore. Then, if if this is uh, if this is going to be limited, we might as well just pull the stops out and go hog wild. <laughs> and I'd love you to be here for it. Uh, you got anything else? No, uh, just keep up the good work, man. Um, I think all of you guys are great. Um, I'd like to hear more out of Reverso. I know he's got a lot more to offer. <laughs> Excellent. He's, he's, uh, he, he's got a lot to offer, and uh, I'd, I'd like to hear more out of him. Awesome, dude. Well, thank you very much, man. Take care, and we'll see you soon. All right. Love you guys. All right, man. Uh, Take we'll care. See you. Thanks, Bye-bye. Man. Bye. All right. Well, that was excellent hearing from an old friend, right? Absolutely. Yeah, he loves us. We love him too. At least I do. I don't know about y'all. So one thing that we we did last week when I was listening back to the show was uh, Rex had mentioned doing like a list of all these uh, bungles, like the the record screw-ups for the anniversary of Joe Biden's inauguration. One of the things that I continually or, or routinely think about is and and it didn't get a whole lot of coverage because the whole Afghanistan bungle the the me, the complicit media has swept that under the rug and we don't need to forget that this dude drone striked ten civilians right after the withdrawal seven of which were children so I just wanted to revisit that 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 that's massive like oh no there was just so many bungles we're yeah. still compiling them yeah. after three weeks well, that's the thing I think we're on like. 1,337. Yeah, but we, we got sidetracked last week but we, because Rex's idea was the biggest ones. And to me, the biggest one would be, obviously, the entirety of the Afghanistan withdrawal and then droning a father and seven children to other people. So yeah. um, let me count on my fingers. Is that 10? <laughs> <laughs> but, and so, 
And here is a uh, a few quick clips that that we don't have all all evening. Perhaps we do. We can only hold people's attention for so long. So this is uh, everybody's favorite press secretary, Raggedy Ann, and she's being asked about the debacle in between Ukraine and Russia that that we obviously totally need to be involved in. Yeah, according to these morons. Which I've talked to quite a few people <clears throat> just about that whole debacle, and I kind of I. I'm yet to find anybody that's like, you know what? That seems like a good, it seems like a good idea, mm-hmm. like a worthwhile endeavor. You know it? Yeah. And I mean, I, I can't, if we can't, <laughs> and Tucker Carlson did a great, he did a great piece on it talking about um, the sanctity of borders and things like that and yes. how, you know, it's, it's, it's punishable by death. You know, we'll go to war over to Ukraine's borders mm-hmm. and ours are wide open. Yes. So, which, I mean, he he did, like I said, he did a great piece on it. But like I said, I, I've yet to find the first person that's like, you know what? We need to send some young folks over there. Mm-hmm. We really need to start defending the Ukraine. What's amazing is watching the left attack Tucker Carlson for, for advocating to not go to war because if you remember in 2008, after the, the Bush administration getting us involved in Iraq and Afghanistan, the Democrat rallying cry was to end these. Everybody remembers this. You know, yeah, end the wars, yes. the wars, the endless wars, the endless. Like that's a, a large portion, in my opinion, of what got Barack Obama elected. And now the Democrats are all of a sudden the party of war, which I don't think that it's necessarily. I mean, it's obviously not just the Democrat Party; it's the entirety of the establishment. Yeah. The 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 Republicans and Democrats, because obviously there's tons of profiting that goes on by sending people over here to die. Which I mean, one of the things that we had talked about pretty pretty far back was the uh, Russian military ads, recruitment ads versus the American military recruitment ads and how they put a premium on the weird sexual, social constructs as opposed to what, what they're... Yeah, we need more diversity <clears throat> in the military. Yeah. So we don't need, like, hard-chiseled men that are ready to actually go to battle. We need people that, you know, yeah. that fight social injustices so and on the side note that when and it's just made me think of this and i don't want to get on a side tangent too far but diversity so when we were just talking with uh devil's advocate that called about joe rogan's podcast you know the the government and and people like this washed up neil young are upset because he had doctors on it the media is saying that oh, you're taking medical advice from joe rogan joe rogan never gave medical advice joe rogan had doctors on his show that we're giving their opinion. So why is the diversity of opinion in relation to public health a bad thing? Because you guys can't prove that this is bad information. You're just saying that it's bad and attempting to shut it down. If it was, if you can't shut it down on the merits, you can't prove that, that it's bad and shut it down that way because it's, it's accurate. Well, and they're <clears> also <throat> like, they've got egg on their face because all we've heard for the last year is vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. And they've done nothing as far as furthering the development of treatment or trying other treatments. And they're mad because Joe Rogan, obviously, he didn't take the vaccine. He just did treatment, and he's fine. Like, and, and the thing is, like, I, if we're being honest, they wanted Joe Rogan to die of COVID so that, you know, hey, mm-hmm. we can say I told you so and you should have got the vaccine. And the thing is, like, he tried some alternative medicine stuff that they won't allow, that they keep constantly breathing down your neck, telling you that it's disinformation, and it turns out that it worked, and he's fine. So, and that's 
that's not what they want. The, and if anybody needs proof positive that what you said as far as them wanting to die, him to die is accurate, um, it, like I talk about pretty regular, like I like mixed martial arts, UFC, Juliana Pena uh, is the I think it's the winter, women's bantamweight champion. She just took the belt because uh, Amanda Nunes has two two belts, one – 135 and 145, and, and Juliana Pena took the 135 belt, so yes, yeah, bantamweight. She's Venezuelan-American. She's very attractive. And uh, she was on Joe Rogan's podcast this week, and I was just reading because, like, the, the entirety of the MMA journalists are leftist shill morons. She was agreeing with what Joe Rogan said. She had some of her own thoughts, saying, I don't want to wear a mask. And but at this point, it's a pretty clear cut that this was a, a ploy for a few different reasons. One of them was for profit and the comment section, a lot of, it's about 50, 50 agree, disagree, but the people that disagreed, one of them, like, I can't wait till she gets COVID. I'll laugh when she gets COVID and die dies. And it's people get so like, you don't want to hear again, diversity of thought or information. You, you decided that this is true. And anybody that disagrees with you, it's going to be funny when they die. So it, it's sick, man. Leftism is, is a poison. And remember before the presidency was stolen, Joe Biden and, and Kamala, they're not taking it because Donald Trump had something to do with it. So it's, it's just insane. I'm rambling. You're rambling. Here is the clip we promised. Uh, last year, more than 60% of the alliance's 30 members, including half of the Bucharest 9 that are right uh, near Russia there, um, failed to meet that, uh, their uh, 2% GDP spending commitment. Um, if Europeans aren't willing to expend uh, blood and treasure on their self-defense, why should Americans be expected to do so? Well, we are continuing to advocate for um, all members to uh, reach uh, the 2% goal. That has been the, vi the president's position since he was the vice president, um, so for many years now. Uh, I would say that uh, we have a sacred obligation under NATO, uh, and we believe it is also in our interest to support our eastern flank countries uh, and, and their security, and also to be clear about uh, the, uh, the value we have as Americans, which is that no country should be able to take with force um, another country as, as Russia is attempting to do at this point in time. Rex is posturing so, in his so, seat. Yeah. He's ready. He's primed. Yeah, well, I just wonder, and I don't know, maybe you're about to speak on this, what kind of obligation does the Biden family have to Ukraine because of it's all sacred. of their she under, so. yeah, yeah, all of their under table dealings and all of the money that's been funneled, funneled back to them. Well, she's saying that we're obligated by NATO, which NATO has came out and said that they don't want Ukraine. They don't want the, they don't want them to be a part of it because they know it's a corrupt country. And if, and I've watched stock footage from earlier this week of Ukraine rolling out what, what little bit of military force that they have. And the stuff looks like old deuce and a half and things that were, I mean, it, it looks like it was from the 70s. These people aren't equipped. And they're corrupt because mainly it looks like they've spent all of their military budget in paying um, Hunter Biden. You know, in, mm -hmm. in, instead of actually equipping their military with stuff, they just, like, funneled him money under the table. But like I said, NATO doesn't – they don't want Ukraine. And and I would also be interested to see because she said that we, we don't want to sit idly by – and watch a country take over another country by force. So I would really love to see what they do when China, China. tries to take over Taiwan. Yeah, nothing. So I'd say that's probably going to be a big nothing.
Yeah. Well, the U.S. sent, what, a $200 million war package, arms package, mm-hmm. to Ukraine this week. And then the U.S. also sent either 12 or 15 F-15 fighter jets over there this week. I'm not even going to pretend to to know a whole, whole lot about the relationship between those two countries. I, and from a layman's perspective, uh, what Buford just said seems to be the, the common sense consensus that this has a lot to do with covering up corruption. This It just reeks of absolute corruption and covering up past misdeeds of the people running running this administration. Which and not only that, but it plays right into the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Yes. Because, I mean, for four solid years, five, um, all we heard was how, how corrupt and how in bed. And if, you, and if you're not along, if you're not going along with this kind of narrative, then you're a Russian operative. Yes. And that's what they were basically saying about Tucker Carlson is he was dry humping Putin's leg because we don't want to have conflict to be involved in this conflict so to say we don't want to have conflict which is what the democrats championed for such a long long time which granted obviously everything they do is hypocritical and it wasn't genuine when they were yeah. saying that that much is apparent now in retrospect the point is is you guys wanted this the whole time and for us to say it now we're the bad guys it's everything they do is absolutely backwards at all times and the thing is what they were talking about like this is the the U, the european country that they said that they don't want to put forth blood or treasure and this is at their back door yes and they're not interested in it yeah but for some reason we're halfway across the world and we are and, yeah, it, and it, we're it, shipping it, military force you know just by the hundreds of millions of dollars it's a, which nato this is and i don't know the exact it's, it's 60s or 70s when NATO was formed, correct? Yes. So, I, I, I don't know. Not that time necessarily has has anything to do with it. It's just a sacred obligation to the new countries that join us. It's, it's sacred because it, it's not sacred to me. And especially in Ukraine with the deal that they, deals that they've had with the Biden, Biden family alone, there's nothing sacred about any of this. So, you can say that, but that doesn't mean anything to me. I feel zero sacred obligation to other NATO countries personally. I, I don't. No, and maybe I'm just ignorant redneck, and I probably am. But no, I, you're I don't. Not. It's like, not sacred it's, to me. It's it's the thing that Trumps like spoke about for his entire presidency was America first. Mm-hmm. And no, you've just got that same mentality that that everybody else has got, aside from these idiots that are leading the country, leading us straight into a war, and the idiots in the media that are drumming it all up. Like, no, we just want America first, and like people are sick of your blatant hypocrisy saying how sacred borders are. Yes, absolutely. And then watching people stream over the border, and then coming out this week, seeing flights of, of illegals, and these aren't families like we're always being told. We're, to, you know, we're told that they're, these, are, these are families coming over the border and things like that. But we saw footage of males, young, single mm-hmm. males, yes. being flown to whatever city across the United States. So, yeah, they they even had video of one of the uh, the the people in charge that, that was basically overseeing their departure from the flight that was that was part of the organizational process of of the program. Yeah, saying that, and so they're asking them why why are you hiding this from the American people at night? And because it's basically yeah. we're they would say we're traitors. Yes, we would. Uh, on, on another note, though, you reminded me of one of the things that I want to say about what she just said. And 
oh, that, that President Biden has always pushed these countries to maintain their 2% contribution to, to the NATO program for their own defense. I, I have zero, absolutely zero recollection of Joe Biden ever, ever standing for that or saying that or it, be, or it being an issue ever in the eight years of the Obama administration. I do, however, remember Trump threatening to w- withdraw if people didn't maintain, pay their fair share, that we, we're not going to keep paying everybody's share. I remember that, but that doesn't seem to be an issue for you guys. But now it does when it comes as a leverage point to try and feebly convince the American people that it's a good idea to, to go to war. So it's, again, hypocrisy, which is zero surprise. Uh, we have another caller. It's a miracle. Okay, so this is caller number two. And so that's it. Uh, the, the more people that call with each call, I feel a lot better. There you go. So who do we have? Hey, it's Jimbo from South Carolina. How are you doing, Jimbo? Doing good, man. Doing good. I just wanted to call and say uh, congratulations on doing this for one year. You know, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, it seems like everybody's got a podcast nowadays, but, um, you know, a lot of them are fly by night or, you know, you take it a weekend or something and they're gone and you guys are still going. So I, I like the show. Thank you. And uh, I just wanted to get your take on the whole, uh, the Neil Young thing. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm in my mid-40s. And uh, I, I can't lie to you, the only thing that I ever knew about Neil Young was that a Southern man don't need him around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, and that, That's exactly the same thing I knew about Neil Young. Uh, I, I was talking to someone earlier, uh, and I guess this is going to be a kind of a hot topic tonight. I didn't know that that, that would – I guess it, it makes sense. Man, and I, and I like to think that I'm – I like music. I've, you know, I've, I've got a pretty uh, vast taste in music. And yeah. I, I, what is, is it? Uh, Rockin' in the Free World. I guess that's him. I only, and I only know that because one of my buddies had mentioned that song today. I guess, I guess it's him. I don't well, even. I only uh, know that song because Trump played it at some of his rallies and Neil Young pitched a fit about that, saying that Trump didn't have the rights to play it. Dude, that guy just seems like a pansy, yeah. like a thin-skinned pansy. But yeah, uh, and so. And because our one caller talked about it, and for the people that don't know, and and help me out, Jim, uh, Neil Young. Well, you know, he, he, yeah, so yeah, Neil Young says, you know, you tell Spotify, you know, that, hey, basically you can have me, you know, my songs and somebody that you know. Apparently, when I first saw the picture, I thought it was a bag lady they picked up. I didn't know who he was, so you know, the, to say, hey, you're, you know, basically the world's most popular podcast. You guys are going to catch up soon, but the world's most popular podcast. Yeah, you can either you can get rid of him, or you can get rid of me. And so obviously they chose him. Um, they but, chose know, the they chose is, Joe Rogan. They chose Joe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they choose they chose to get rid of him. So you know the whole thing is like so. Apparently this guy is supposed to have been you know some counterculture rock icon, and and you know rock and roll is not supposed to be the establishment. It's yeah, not about conformity. My way or the highway shut people down kind of thing. So I think a lot of these people that, you know, quote unquote artists are exposing their true colors or exposing the fact that honestly they were frauds from yeah. the word go, you know, it's, it's easy to get out there and, uh, and you know, when you're getting paid millions and you're worth millions and millions of dollars to, to talk, to talk, to talk, but your true colors are coming out. And, I, and I've got no respect for the guy um, because clearly he is, you know, what, whatever he made his name on and whatever he's, 
you know, still going to the bank and making withdrawals on that he did back whenever he did it uh, was all a sham as far as yeah, I'm concerned. Which he's extremely wealthy because I, I, I was – because I don't know much I, – I know the name Neil Young, and people are going to probably laugh, but I, I get John Cougar Mellencamp and Neil Young and a couple of those other guys. Like, I, they're yeah. all the same to me, dude. And I think that's an honest mistake, honestly. Yeah. But but he was worth like two hundred million dollars. And one of the things, we, we, and we talked about this at all last week. Howard Stern it, it came out in support of Neil Young, saying, "I yeah. and and he says I don't support cancel culture, but we need to cancel Joe Rogan." Yeah, yeah. Which and that's so the thing too, like Neil Young, like it's easy to sing, keep on rocking in the free world. Until you want to censor somebody, yeah. Until somebody's saying something that you don't dis- or that you disagree with, and look how infectious that mentality is, and and the and just like the caller described, like Jim described, Neil Young, that that's pretty applicable to Howard Stern as well. Howard Stern, I mean, am I right, Jim? I mean, Howard Stern kind of built the, on the reputation of being a completely rebellious. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and and it's all, it's all an act, you know. And the thing with Joe Rogan, and like I'll I'll tell you, like I I'm not like a super big fan of Joe Rogan, but it, it's crazy that that we have come to this time we're in where, you know, to get legitimate information and open discussion, you know, you've got to go to an atheist comedian's podcast. But he has more credibility, and that's why they're attacking him because he has more credibility than all of the legacy and mainstream media platforms combined including and especially including howard stern Mm -hmm. um and to me i think they feel i think a lot of the the motivation they might be cloaking it in oh you know this covid quote-unquote misinformation but i really believe that a lot of it is you know they feel irrelevant and they realize they've they've lost their limelight and their place in the sun and maybe you know hey if you he's the top dog on the top of the mountain so maybe they can't beat him in what they do, so well maybe we can get him canceled, and uh, he's no longer the giant. And you know maybe we that helps us uh, get some of our legitimacy back. I don't know that that would not that sounds right. absolutely plausible because it'd be a feather in their cap for having taken them out, and they they want they would like to have a hand in being the hero, saving the day from the mis you know quote unquote misinformation. It, it it's it's truly demented these people, and I don't if they if they could succeed at that then there's nothing they can't do because now, and and perhaps you know, because I'm, I'm drawing a blank. You see it on the pack of cigarettes. What's the, you know the, the Surgeon the General? Thing. Surgeon the thing, General. Yes. There we go. Whew, thank you. Uh, you should have said that earlier. Uh, All you had Rex. to say was cigarettes. Yeah. So, no, yeah, the Surgeon General comes out and says that because the misinformation is a health hazard that, that, that Joe Rogan needs to be pulled. So... Well, you know, and, and there will be people that split hairs and say, you know, well, and, and censorship from the government versus private sector companies that can do what they want. But when you have somebody that's in the public, paid public tax dollars to advocate that a corporation do something, so at what point do we say, hey, these companies, these tech companies, you are basically agents of the state, and, and in reality, you, it really is government censorship because there's such a uh, melding of the government and big tech and these big corporations. Um, you know, it's, it's really crazy stuff. Um, I, I do think at this point, I think Joe Rogan is bigger than, um, bigger than all of them. I think he's so big that right now he's untouchable. Like I, I now they might try to death by a thousand cuts and, you know, have more people jump on board, but which I, I, think, I think that's, that's only I, reinforcing people's 
people's attraction to him because there there's zero question in my mind and I, i'm not this huge joe rogan fan either but i think as far as like pure objectivity that guy gives a platform to to pretty much anybody and at this point, again, like I'm, I'm starting to see more and more. And I, I think that Joe Rogan is also politically at least somewhat changed his opinions. He wasn't necessarily my, again, my opinion always this way, but he's bar none far more objective than any of the people calling for his cancellation. Well, he's, oh, for sure. He's one of the many people that have left, fled California, correct? Within the yeah. last year or two, yeah. just because he's seen just the, the the policies and whatnot that have the failed policies that they've implemented in California and that guy's paying through the nose in taxes obviously yeah. and I believe he went to Texas yeah he yeah. went to Austin I had my brother sent me a clip about that yesterday yeah and and that's what I read something about Spotify uh, about now there you know there's hashtag and everything delete Spotify and all that is what's um, trending and people are starting to go after the advertisers on Joe Rogan's uh, uh, show and stuff. I, I too. hope that that all backfires. Yeah, uh, I hope so too. Which where Spotify is the main thing that we are on. Yeah, yeah. that that is. Yeah, that's so, that's who hosts us. Wow. Any anything else, Jim? I greatly appreciate the call. That's that's good information. You should call back more often. Uh, I probably should. I uh, no, I'm at work, guys, and so I'm just gonna keep on uh, trucking on down the road and listen to the podcast, and uh, I hope to see you. Uh, more in the future and we'll here's the next year here's the next year so awesome good, thank you good, uh, yeah, thanks for calling guys. thank you so much all take right. care all right bye. bye so speaking of joe rogan and the, the whole spotify thing and and him being canceled and and the whole reason behind it is the the medical information that they won't elaborate on um as far as concerning vaccination and stuff reverso you've got some personal experience with this as far as like a family member or something like that correct uh, that's correct. I do actually. Uh, within well, it's probably around two weeks ago, uh, my mom contracted COVID. Uh, she's seventy three. Uh, had both of her regular shots and her booster shot. Uh, she ended up in the hospital and was not doing very well. Uh, so my father, he's seventy nine. He refused any of the shots or the vaccines. He tested positive for COVID on a Friday, uh, about two days after her and. He only tested positive because, you know, my sister had him tested, but he had no symptoms. And that was, you know, a 79-year-old with no vaccine. But yet my mother, 73, fully vaccinated and boosted, ended up in the hospital. And uh, she wasn't doing good uh, for a few days. But luckily, um, she was taken to the hospital where my sister works at. And uh, I think my sister called in some some favors and she got my mom actually to get prescribed ivermectin and uh she had that and within three days she was discharged from the hospital back at home and that's so, pretty standard stuff so that, ivermectin uh, the, the horse dewormer yeah, yeah. The, the thing that everybody says is just you know for for animal use only which is that, that and and if there's any misinformation it's that yeah. and so but i think one so, of the most important things of what well, one of the things that stands out to me is that so you have two shots and a booster shot and so she's she's boosted which we need a fourth booster that's what's going on right now how does that make you feel when there's calling that misinformation and your mother yeah. do you do you know what procedures they were using before they she was administered ivermectin um i mean from what i understand since they live you know multiple states away i wasn't there basically 
she was almost to the point where she was going to be put on a ventilator. And, you know, they were just and they, they trying to treat this, you know, not really treat the symptoms, I guess, but just control the symptoms more than anything. Do you have any idea whose decision it was to administer ivermectin? Uh, did your I, sister, for example, have influence over it? I believe that she did. Yeah. She had my mother taken to the hospital where she works. And, and you know, this is a – this is, And also, you know, my sister is in the healthcare industry. She's worked at this hospital for multiple years, and she has refused – the vaccine as well. So, and and so one of the things that's crazy is is how, like I said before, how infectious the leftist ideals are. And so my wife would be kind of like on the really really far end of the spectrum as far as like conspiracy theory and just overload of of information. Well, blah, 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 because uh, you know I had COVID a few. Can weeks we get ago. her to call in the show? Yeah, sure, we could. So you don't want to feel like. <laughs> You're spreading misinformation and eventually giving something bad. But I, when Reversal was telling me this, I said, dude, you, you need to, I feel like you should tell them, you know, ivermectin. Every, because everybody I know that's used it was better in days. I've seen so many stories of these families that sued to get that administered to a family member who was potentially in, the, in some instances for weeks and months with the, the same symptoms on a ventilator, they're prescribed this, and within three days, they're she, yeah, able to leave the, the hospital. Yeah, th and that's very, very common from what I've read. And so you tell me what is misinformation. So these people are attesting to this. The documentation is there. The, the stories are told. The, the people that went through it are telling these stories, and yet the cigarette, the Surgeon, the Surgeon General. General, yeah. Sorry, uh, man, dude. Cigarette. I'm just, yeah. See, that's a side effect of COVID. Yeah, yeah. It is. Right there. The memory. That, yeah, the, the yeah. cloud. Yeah. What you're saying right here about ivermectin, I have a guy that works with me, for me, whatever, that doesn't speak English very well. We suspected he had COVID, so took him to the doctor. This was about a week and a half ago. I didn't take him there. I met him there, and ironically, the doctor is from another country as well. He speaks seven languages. Spanish is not one of them. Is he the guy that did? The van. Wow. And that guy's great guy. And no, he's not. And so He's a con man. So I took this guy there, and he tested positive, which I, I suspected that anyway, you know. And so I, I, so I was translating and all this kind of stuff. And so, so out of the seven the languages, doctor, he didn't speak that language. No, he didn't speak Spanish. Con man. So he's kind of hard to understand, which you know. He was getting all this medicine and stuff ready, and I thought he said ivermectin, and I was like, "You say ivermectin?" He said, "No, that's garbage. That don't work." I told you he was a con. That's what he said. But he was serious or no? No, he was dead serious. What did he give him? He gave him some antibiotics. Can I? Then, okay, so real quick, because uh, we've got another call that just called. He's he's on hold. So My goodness, we're going to start charging these callers. So this is great. So I'll just make this quick. I had a van that I wanted to sell one time, and uh, long story short, Buford's doctor friend, who's from Nigeria, showed up. And the way he wanted to test the van out was to bounce it off the rev limiter over and over and over. <laughs> and then that, that was just the beginning of one of the worst experiences ever trying to sell an automobile that I ever came up with. And the guy didn't, didn't buy it. So he took your van, he bounced it off the rev limiter. Mm -hmm. Oh, that it got way he, better. He kicked all over the tires, dude. Then, <laughs> then, his, <laughs> then he said, nah, well, that hard, was after, that was after his brother that he was going to buy it for that barely spoke any English drove it with me riding shotgun in a windowless van with no tag past the police past some police at full throttle driving like a complete maniac it, it was like the way he was driving reminded me of a rat fink 
cartoon. Like, yeah, just as a maniacal freaking nut bar driving like an yeah. idiot in my van. Like the, top, the, the top was peeled back. Yes. And he was like the rat fink, and he had yes. like the gear shifter that was way up over <laughs> yeah, his and, head. And his eyes are bulging out. His tongue's like <laughs> by the back bumper. No. All right, so this is caller number three. Who do we have? Oh, uh, yes, I'm Greg calling in from Tennessee. Oh, Greg. Excellent. Uh, yeah. How long have you been listening, Greg? Well, I pretty much started when y'all, you know, heard about the podcast and started kind of listening and very like-minded people that I was listening to and have the same belief. Sounds like, you know, a bunch of y'all are a bunch of Christian conservatives. Yes. Excellent. And it's about, I guess it's been about a year, and then y'all are celebrating yeah. the year podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to congratulate y'all on that. And just, I know it takes time out of y'all's life. And I hear about y'all talking about having kids and stuff. So I know how busy life can get. And I really appreciate y'all taking your time and putting information out here for some of us that doesn't have time to kind of listen to the news and, you know, kind of catch up on day to day things. Do we absolutely appreciate you listening. So it's, 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 uh, it's, it's our pleasure for sure. No doubt. I, I love this. I enjoy it immensely. Uh, it no. sounds like it. You can tell from listening to y'all. But pretty much just me, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, did you have any stuff that you wanted to bring up this evening? Uh, you know, just uh, got a few things. But, I mean, you know, I hear a lot of talk about Biden and, you know, he wanted to elect a, a black woman VP. And now he's wanting to, you know, nothing against the race. It's just, uh, you know, I've always been taught you hire the person best for the job, you know, not because of their race, creed, or religion. You know, it's just uh, now he's talking about hiring, you know, got to hire a black judge, you know, in the a Supreme black, Court. A black female judge. Yes, yes, correct. <laughs> so so the criteria would be the, the race and the, not the gender, but the sex. Right. And uh, and we've all seen how well, you know, Kamala has worked out. Well, that's funny you mentioned uh, Kamala because the the suspicion is, and, and I, you know, I don't know how accurate this is, but, and it seems to me absolutely plausible that they're going to try to shift her into that, potentially into that position. In fact, the press was asking the uh, White House press secretary about that and she was somewhat coy. It's almost as she enjoyed the question and she was trying to be tongue in cheek. So I think it's a real possibility that they will install Kamala. I think it's a very real possibility. They'll put her in that spot to get her out of the vice president spot and open up something for, because it's very, very apparent that for 2024 Biden and Kamala, man, they will not even come remotely close to cutting the mustard. No, of course. I mean, they, They've not done a good job so far. They look at their track record. I mean, Biden's been in there for what fifty years into Congress and stuff, and what nobody can tell me what he's done. It, and Kamala, I mean, anything that she she's hid for most of the time that she's been in office, and people hate her. And then when she comes out and tries to do something, people just hate her more. Yeah. So and, well, I know one thing. Know, like she's I done. said, I'm. Downtown Willie Brown. That's what I was going to say. If it has something to do with her involving laying on her back or bent over, she's probably a pretty good candidate. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, that, that um, to some people that may sound crass, and which personally I think it pales in comparison to any of the things they do say in, in the latent hypocrisy that we've done a really good job, I think, at least outlining here this evening for all of the Democrats. That's what, oh. that's what she is. You know, that's, that's a real thing, you know. So, she, they, well, I mean, obviously it's not because of her ethics or skills. I mean, she got to where she is somehow, and yeah. we know she failed at everything that, you know, the border crisis failure. Um, you know, it's just a joke. And then the American people are the ones suffering over it. 
and I, unfortunately, I don't see an end to that anytime soon. But uh, and Rex had mentioned earlier uh, off the air uh, amongst us talking talking about diversity picks and uh, his favorite um, transportation secretary Pete <laughs> and, uh, and his uh, and his mate Chaston. Chaston. I can't remember anything, but I can remember that guy's you name. Always remember his name. I do. No, well, he has such a cute name. Yes, it is very cute. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we've got – it's a norm thing, I guess, to have a, you know, a openly gay and and having, a, you know, pictures of them breastfeeding and getting maternity <laughs> leave, you know, and it's like, what – you know, I'm not judging or, you know, saying anything bad about gay people or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, what – why does – I mean, if you want to be treated equal – then stay at home, feed the baby, quit taking pictures and putting it on the internet. Nobody cares. You're not special. You know, they're always wanting to yell about equality, but they go away, you know, out of their way to make their point. And they're, you know, Hey, just be a normal person, man. Do your thing. Feed the kid. You know, like what's the big deal? You know? Well, Hey, you know, Tim cook is catering to them because today Apple released an emoji just for them. They released a pregnant male emoji. Sick man. Yeah, and and so much of this is coercion tactic to 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 force a headspace on everyone. So and so, uh, Greg had just said that he, you know, I, I don't have a problem with gay people, and I think that it should be understood. Like none of us have a problem with gay people. What people have a problem, and so the way that 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 phraseology would sound for my entire life is. I don't want it, you know, pushed down my throat. I don't want, it, I don't want it in my face, and that that's still true. But the, like with the emoji, the forced and, and with the pictures you're describing, Greg, the attempt to force acceptance is making the resistance more severe, and they're trying to make the same level of resistance sound like it's bigotry, and it's not. I just, dude, I, I I'm never going to accept this as normal. And you you may coerce, and they're starting to coerce, and have have had at least good luck, I think. There's a picture of the pregnant man emoji. Uh, so sexy. Of, of using yeah. that or, or of doing that to the younger generations. I'm not there. Yeah. I'll never get there. And, no. And that doesn't mean I hate gay people, but I'm not going to accept that behavior as normal. Dude, cool. You do you and I'll do me and, and, and we'll leave it at that. But as far as me glorifying that behavior and calling it normal, it's not going to happen. And that's okay. We can't for too long we've been in a spot where you, you feel like you have to say the disclaimer that I don't have a problem with gay people, but they're the one that created the narrative that if you disagree with this abnormal lifestyle, you're abnormal. And that's just not the case. I don't, right. you do what you want, man, but I'm not, I'm never going to accept a dude wearing a bra with a milk bottle in it. Feeding a baby is, is normal. This is that that's no. disgusting. And it's okay to say you're sick, dude, you're, you're a pervert and you're a wacko, but that's okay. Cause we have not got to this, this, week in idiot cross hey listen so you you've been listening for a long time greg how what do you think about our new segment this week in idiot cross dressing confused more on pervert democrat nut job wackos is it pretty good i think it's pretty good they're pretty dead on you know <laughs> i'm just hoping that it didn't seem bigoted no not at all <laughs> yeah i mean it seems like a pretty comprehensive title does it not well, 
Does it cover it, it all bases? Goes, it's inclusive. Right. I mean, it just goes back to the PC crap, you know, and then uh, like we were talking about Biden, you know, I don't care that it's a black woman. I don't care if it's a black well, man. I don't care if it's a Chinese woman. It, just be the, the best for the job. Well, you Joe, know, I, like Joe Biden cares if a black man because he tried to stop the appointment with very racial uh, connotations of Clarence Thomas in the 90s. So yeah. Joe Biden exactly. does care if he's a black guy. And, the and we is, all know. We know that listen to the show that the Democrats are more racist than anybody in the world, as far as I'm concerned. But you know, without a doubt, without a doubt. But you know, like I said, you can take that with a grain of salt. That's my belief, and you know, I think a lot of people will agree with it. I think we can bolster it and reinforce it with fact here at Blue Collar Blacklisted. Boom. Boom, roasted. Thank Hey, what? Excellent. Look there. Well, we appreciate the call, man, and, and call back anytime. We, and, and that goes for everybody that's called in tonight. Please uh, feel free. This is this is every this is our show. And thank you, uh, Greg, and thank you for everyone uh, for listening. And you got yeah, anything man. else? Man, I think that's about it. I just think we all need to start being an example, man, and start, you know, it just starts with us, you know, as being an example at home, being an example at work, you know, and I mean, if you go to a business and they make you wear a mask or something, go go to somewhere that don't make you wear a mask, you know, and then it's just, you know, you've got to, you know, precedence is going to make a change, you know, so you've got to stand up for what you believe in, man. Our forefathers fought for this country to have a, you know, they told us we could have a democracy as long as we can keep it, and we're not going to keep it at this rate if we don't do something about it. Amen. That's right. I absolutely agree. Thank you for a call, man. Call back anytime. Yeah, man. God bless you all. All right. Have a nice uh, evening. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we have yet another, so this is caller number four, uh, and we're going to go ahead and bring them on. Click, click, click. Okay, please introduce yourself, sir, ma'am, whoever. Who do we have? All right. How are you guys doing? First time uh, caller, long time listener. Thank you. Excellent. We haven't heard that yet. <laughs> no. I'm a. <laughs> I am a. Uh, I'm an American truck driver. Um, let's just uh, just call me Road Rage for right now. Okay. Road Rage. That'll work. Rusty Nail. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. All right. You could. I mean, we, we can go with candy cane, there but I go. can't do the voice. So, <laughs> all right. No, uh, I wanted to ask you guys about the, uh, the last week's show. Y'all were talking about Dan Crenshaw at his uh, town hall meeting getting roasted. Mm -hmm. And he, he, he said something to the effect of we don't, uh, we don't need to be holding people uh, without just cause or due process. It would take away the due process, you know, against their constitutional rights. Didn't he, push red flag laws, which take away your second amendment rights without due process. Yes, he absolutely did. Which that was the first, that was the first indication to me that he was a bad guy was when he did. That. Right. And, um, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, he, at the end of that interchange, cause I, I, I listened to all our recordings after they're edited and I go back and sometimes we miss things and I, you know, human nature like oh i could have said this or could have taken that which uh to this day being recorded even after years not the most natural thing for me we're getting better at it i guess but i digress road rage i digress road rage mr road rage <laughs> can, can i call you mr road rage okay so if you want but yeah the thing that he said was if you want d dictators we, we can elect dictators like well wait a minute like these people are being held without due process and you're trying to like always flip this on his head and make it like, you're not the bad guy, and they're not the dictators. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of Dan Crenshaw at all. Right. But, and, and he, Go ahead. Uh, it, uh, no, 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 continue. I apologize. Go ahead. 
No, no, he he said that he asked that that, that person, well, what do you want me to do? I can go visit them and bring, but it would only bring me notoriety or bring me attention. Well, dude, you, you're a former SEAL. Once you guys talk to things outside the box, I'm sure you can come up with something. Yeah, and that, and that attention. If you put your good. mind to it. Because by proxy, right. it would bring attention to the issue, and he knows that, but he's trying to stay in the, pardon me, I believe he's trying to stay in the good graces of the establishment and the January 6th committee and those types of people, but I, th- I think that he believes that's going to translate into longevity for his career is what my opinion is. But uh, I have to ask, being an over-the-road trucker, because uh, I'm not up and up on the American side. I know there's some things going on with the big protest in Canada. OSHA's was going to be the enforcement arm for the vaccine mandate here, and obviously the Supreme Court nixed that. There's nothing applicable to American truckers domestically as far as a vaccine mandate now, Correct. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. I do know that I got an email from my company saying that there is an exemption for employees uh, that are not in direct contact with others for long periods of time, a.k.a. sitting in a truck for hours at a day by yourself. Yeah, um, They are exempt and that uh, my company would not be mandating anything regardless of what the uh, the government said Excellent. they would do the they would do the testing which either way you know i don't mind getting tested it's no big deal to me but i will not be getting the vaccine yeah. um and if i were in canada i would be taking part in this i i mean and from what i've read the the, the truckers there are not anti-vaccine per se they're anti-mandate yeah and, and I've- they don't and that's not an unreasonable position. No, which to me, any of these companies that kind of they've preemptively preemptively mandated this vaccine to me just kind of got egg on their face. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of been proven now that this thing's not really effective. So that you you've you've mandated people to go get this vaccine that's not even really a vaccine. A vaccine would would keep you from getting this. Like it's a treatment at best, but it's not really any good. So. Like I, I just don't see the need for it anymore. It, it seems like these people have, like I said, they've they've got an egg on their face. But instead of turning around and saying, "Yeah, you know this this thing's really not effective, and we should go a different route," they've just kind of doubled down. Yeah, I watched somebody that was doing a lot of film work on that because they the reports I was watching said that 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 uh, convoy. And, and for the people that don't know, and and help me here, Mister Rage, it started in. What is it north of Seattle? That's Vancouver. So it started in Vancouver, and it's going to Ottawa. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Correct. It started out in British Columbia, and it's going over to Ottawa. Okay. So that's going from west to east, correct? Yes. Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, but, yeah, th- this guy had compiled this video, and, and they had uh, Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it. And, man, it, so all these just thousands of people are lining the, the roadways and at these certain points. And dude, these people are out there in the snow and the, obviously the extremely cold temperature supporting them. And it, it's so weird seeing like these groups of people waving the Canadian flag, obviously because we were used to so much to seeing the American flag, but, yeah. and God bless the people that are standing out there and the people that are, that, that are, that are protesting that. But, uh, and it's, it's weird. I was telling somebody the other day, uh, at the expense of being mocked by Rex, who tries to bully me verbally constantly. It's weird the things that, that make me emotional, but uh, it, the older I get, and it seems like after having kids, but, man, that I, that that, uh, that almost made me a tick emotional watching all those people do that, man, for people standing right. up. Because they're standing up for, for, for people that can't necessarily do what they're doing because, as you well know, truckers have so much collective power. I mean, it, yeah. It's, and then I'm right. pretty sure... 
and this is this is really convenient. It comes at a real convenient time. But Justin Trudeau, I do believe, tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. and is going to have to be quarantined for the next five days, which is going to be around about the time those truckers arrive uh, in Ottawa. Yeah, because I so, think that they're supposed to arrive tomorrow. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. So he won't be able to deal with them personally. Uh, because he's going to be quarantined, but and I'm and also again to my to my previous point about the vaccine, you know good and well that that guy's vaccinated on top of yeah you know on top of boosted on top of he whatever. got boosted so much his face turned black. I'm sure <laughs> he's the he's the blackface guy. Yes. Right, know. and I, I was going to say that I had heard that, that he had tested negative on a rapid test, but went home to quarantine anyways, just in case. Yeah, that's that's probably a smart move. Well, it's it's a it's a nutless move. It's a coward move, and th- that's the thing. If you mandate this, you should you should face the music. You know, it, I feel like if these people that you got forty three miles reportedly forty three mile long convoy, you you owe it to these people to to face them. And in, in my you know, that's just how I think. Oh yeah, you absolutely do. So I mean, he does. Yeah, for sure. Right, and and you're absolutely right. Watching other people from other countries stand up for what they believe and waving their flags and having pride in their countries, uh, especially when they don't necessarily uh, enjoy the same rights we do in this country. Yeah, if uh, and that's one of the things that always confounds me is you you see that amount of uh, patriotism there, and and obviously so so many people involved in in that entire protest, how, how does somebody like Justin Trudeau, because this is, if, if I'm not mistaken, this is his second term. So he won reelection. How, why do they keep voting for people like this? Or is there something else going on in Canada? Is someone in Canada benefiting from the same apparatus that people benefit from, from here? Allegedly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to lose our spot on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which so. I did see because I I, I was watching I, I can't even remember who it was I watched so much stuff but so it was some sort of media outlet because I believe truckers that go international between borders are required to get yes. vaccinated yes and this trucker was claiming that he was going over the border from the United States into Canada and that he pulled up his phone that had his uh the the ID, his vaccination card, whatever, like his digital passport. Yeah. His, his digital vaccination card. And he said, when he pulls up to this guard shack and presses it to the window, the guy says, uh, no need for that. Uh, he was like, we, we, your phone linked to our computers when you were in queue in the line. So we already know who's coming in here. So, and waved him through. It's a shame they can't do that at the Southern border. (laughs) <laughs> well, they can at the so and probably are with with truckers that are that, that are legally working. But uh, so, uh, Mister Rage, do uh, you do you go south or nor- north of uh, across either of our, our borders? Uh, I, I used to years ago. I no longer go out of the country. Yeah, I used to go to North New Canada. Awesome. And how long have you been driving a truck? Uh, Thirteen years now. Okay. Wow. Very cool. Well, excellent. Uh, do you got any other issues you want to talk about or? Uh, no, guys, just keep up the good fight. Well, listening to you. Awesome, man. Thank you. And please continue to do so. And uh, we appreciate the call. And as always, I've always told everybody this evening, we, we had a little bit, at least, well, I thought we had a good response about. Yeah. Just, you know, I guess better than I expected, I suppose. But yeah. either way, you're welcome to call anytime, man. And that goes for everybody, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate Thanks, it. Guys. All right. Take care.
Bye. Okay, we that so unless we have any more rash of callers, that was that was excellent. Thank you for everyone that's called so far. And uh, so I I kind of knew going into this 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 would kind of be choppy because I'd ask people to call, and so we're really short on our list of things that we're going to cover tonight. So we're going to try to zip through some of this. And so continuing on the theme before we started getting calls is uh, of, of the Democrats turning on Joe Biden. This was a focus group. So uh, face the nation. Who is that? Uh, is that MSNBC? Who's face the nation? Do we really care? They're libs. CBS. CBS. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who cares? Uh, anyway. And so these, some of these are Biden voters and some, like I think Maybe I know the the woman in the bottom center, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, six people. I think they're all Biden voters, with the exception of one. She voted for Trump, even though she it, it shows that she's an independent. And so this is a video. This long, uh, we're not going to play the clip in its entirety, and it speaks for itself. So this is a year later, the, one year of the Biden fake presidency, and this is them revisiting that same focus group to Americans through Zoom to get their thoughts on COVID, the economy, and how the government is handling it all. On Friday, we checked back in with six of them. Who feels like we are in a better place now than we were a year ago? Show of hands. <laughs> no one believes we're in a better spot now. Just so everybody knows, nobody raised their Unfortunately, hand. Unfortunately, I don't think that our public all right, that's good. Um, uh, servants and, are... Actually. And so I know there was a black female at the top left that in that watching the whole thing. Is she that was, what that was? She was a Biden voter. Uh, I was trying to figure out what that was. Yeah, that's a, that's a female because of the low cut blouse. I are you kidding me? It might be a man in a V neck. I don't that, know. That is that the determining oh. factor? If Reverso wants to, fa okay, you oh. know what? We're gonna we're gonna get off track. I so said we're gonna zip through this. Okay, go ahead. One more question. Okay. Top center pitcher, is she alive or dead? <laughs> <laughs> She's alive because I did see her talk because yeah. she disagreed with the Trump voter. She uh, the Trump voter was going to go on okay. to say that she thought that the uh, COVID was um, overblown and the, the government's response was completely disproportionate. She and looks like somebody that would just want to disagree. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Continue. And the, so that speaks for itself. And then we've got the. Which I don't know how you could say that we're in a better place now. Oh, yeah, even I mean, even, they, even uh, <laughs> obtuse, lying, duplicitous, hypocritical Democrats. And I'm sure it's hard for them. I know how. To admit fault. Yes. Only if you could say geographically because they moved out of California and into, like, Texas or somewhere. It would have to be. Yeah. I mean, because uh, <laughs> I can't. I, I went to fill up today. We had 90 cents off. <laughs> It's still more expensive than where Trump had it. Yeah. Like, being energy independent, like, that's the dumbest thing on the planet. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Let's uh let's start shipping barrels of oil. I mean, what was it at the beginning of pandemic? At the beginning of the pandemic, they were giving oil away because we had such a surplus. Like, it was nothing. It was $0 a barrel. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. they're paying us to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so, yeah. It is nasty stuff. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you can, I, I don't know if you can hold your nose and say that we're in a better place now, like you're just a complete idiot. Uh, the, this uh, next one is CNN and it's beautiful. So let's check this out. This is this. Is, you just wrote. Uh, this is Anderson Cooper three sixty. Joe Biden doing what Joe Biden does. 
Yeah, well, he, he I, I never imagined how quickly this would all unfold. The person they sold on the campaign, the nice old, you know, moderate grandpa who just wanted to help everybody get along and compromise is not what we got over the last year. He has no mandate really to do much of anything. It's amazing that he got a couple of things done when the mandate was really uh, pretty clear. 50-50 Senate, a near 50-50 House, and a pretty close presidential election. The mandate was simply replace Donald Trump and don't do anything drastic or stupid. And everything about this agenda is extremely drastic. And he's been angrier than I think people expected. He's been more divisive. He's been more partisan. You look at the issues. We built five years of coverage on Trump out of Russia, COVID, and democracy. The president at his press conference invites Russia to invade the Ukraine. We got more deaths under Biden than Trump. And now we have the president and vice president and leading Democrats question the legitimacy of the 2022 election. Are we any better off on these three issues that we crucified Trump over? I think he has a lot of political problems. And an AP poll came out this morning. Only 28% of Americans want the sitting president to run for re-election and fewer than half of Democrats. This is a disaster. Yeah. And... In the in the full clip, they there's a a la- the pause. They just sit there, and if you've ever seen if you've ever seen the and it's one of the things that I think turned a lot of people on to Ben Shapiro, and it was really before the emergence of Black Lives Matter. Uh, but it was so when the that that newer style of race baiting was kind of being formed, the clip and Ben Shapiro is quite a bit younger. There's some kind of a professor, and then there, there it's a male and a female. And they're talking about um, the the pay differential, and he, you know Ben Shapiro is going on his shtick about the cultural the cultural aspect to the things that ail Black America, and like he talks about how the you know the the civil rights if that all these things transpired after the civil rights movement, the you know the single motherhood rate, and you know if it's but yet we're more racist now, and if so, tell me how that happened. And after he just makes all these points, and dude, it's just a, it's the absolute from a debate, debate standpoint, devastator choke slam through the mat. Yeah, and dude, they just they they the reason I say all that is because they sat there almost as dumbfounded as those two quote unquote professors did well, in that clip. Well, and here's the reason because they just got punched in the nose because the the first thing that that guy said was the Joe Biden that we were all sold. And what he meant to say was the Joe Biden that you sold us. Yes, like, great point. You people saw this because this is CNN. This is Anderson Cooper. You people sold us. You carried his water. You flacked for the guy. He didn't have to sell himself. Like You people did this. You're responsible for it. And they're trying to figure out how they can weasel their way out of it because you can't. Yeah, and so they're on the hook for selling it, sure. But, man, the, do you really believe that that guy is, is a CNN analyst and he was a security advisor during the Bush era, the George W. Bush era, and he's on CNN with regularity? Do you think anybody on that panel didn't know that Joe Biden was complete? Like, when you when you go back historically and look at, at all of his... Like, the defining characteristic of Joe Biden before his, this latest run for presidency, which, if I'm not mistaken, was his third try... Third or well, fourth? I think I think it's third. I believe. Okay, every his his defining characteristic and in, in what he was notorious for was gaffes, forever for for as long as I, for as long as I can remember Joe Biden being talked about. That was what he was known for. Do you think the people that that carry the water for him are truly truly surprised at at what's going on? And and maybe they are because I, they I also know that Joe how bad it got. I don't think they thought that it could be as bad as it is. Well, and because. I'm thinking out loud here. 
maybe they are that that they're this incredulous because so Joe Biden is underperforming as a figurehead because it's Joe Biden's not running anything. We know this. Yeah. Like, let's be realistic. Barack Obama, in my opinion, is most likely a controlling fact and, and bigger issues, a controlling fact. Joe Biden's not running anything. Everybody knows this because they have to sell the idea that, that Joe Biden's running things. Maybe they're shocked because Barack Obama is underperforming their expectation. And then Joe Biden's underperforming in his ability to just be that figurehead. Yeah. And That's, I, because honestly, I think that they knew that they were getting a shell, like a, a husk of someone. Yeah. And, and they were expecting him to keep his mouth shut and be complicit. And, and I don't think they even realized how bad that guy was going to be any time they put him in front of a camera. But that's their own stupid fault because the guy's the gaff king. Corn pop? You, they rub my <laughs> leg and the hair stands up. Like, what the f- are you talking about, man? Like, that, you don't have to edit that. And then they Thank talk you. about how angry he is. Which, yeah, and, he, and he is. And to me, yeah. And to me, that, that kind of goes along with that cognitive decline that, I mean, is that or is that not a symptom of dementia? Yes. And like we talked about with Nancy Pelosi, that's the reason every time you've seen him this week, so, oh, you're supposed to believe that, oh, my God, the Russian-Ukraine nuclear war, it's just the most terrifying thing. Be scared. we got to get involved. He has an ice cream cone in his hand every day of the week. It's just because that's supposed to help with the dementia. Number one, like, this this is a kid. Like, this is a spoiled kid. This is your your spoiled friend who had, when you didn't have an, when you had an Atari, he had a Nintendo. That's how old we are. You had an Atari, he had a Nintendo. You had a Nintendo, he had Super Nintendo. He had Super Nintendo, he had Xbox. You know what I'm saying? And the bastard always had ice cream, happy meals. That's right, Dad. You never got his happy meals or current gaming systems. So anyway, he's like, they're treating, like, he's, hey, give me ice cream. Like, he's just got his ice cream, he's happy. And then if you interrupt him, any, any disruption to his regular, ice cream routine because one of the things they tried to do this week like they were asking like what what does his schedule consist of he did uh this meeting and, and then she got obtuse sometimes he does this like no no no. we're not talking about sometimes we're talking about right now when the media is asking what his schedule looked like because now it's like you lied the schedule's clear they're calling her on it and so they go back and start showing pictures like well he went by on the social media the white house social media page they show him oh he went and talked to a local business owner Stop for ice cream, swear. Stops for ice cream. Then he talks to some Marines, and then he did something else. And so what, what it was, though, oh, he went shopping. So he went to a local business to shop, went and got ice cream. So this probably took an entirety of 20 yeah. minutes. Well, and I mean, all that I saw that he did this week was he did the press conference when the Supreme Court Justice was announcing his resignation and then, of course, at the end of it, he says, I won't be taking questions. Oh, but that was after Joe Biden took his dirty mask, looked at dude, and hand, did you see this? Yeah. And he hands it to the guy, and he, and he accepts it. Yeah. Briar, he takes it and puts it in his pocket because, dude, you're so riddled with absolute, unequivocal, and total, all-encompassing dementia. You took your, your mask that you had freaking breathed all up in it, you're wearing it, you take it off, you make your speech, and then you look at the dude. It would be unbecoming to, of, of, of the judge if, if I took questions because I would come I'd look, stand like a moron that I am and say more dumb stuff and the media would eviscerate me. Here's my dirty mask. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> he can't do too many things at once. And look, I know that it's low-hanging fruit to bash a senile old dude, 
but this is their, who they're trying to sell us that is the leader. Well, and this is also the guy that's the, that, that is the face of saying, you're going to get a vaccine. You're going to do this. Acting at the capacity of a dictator. You know what I mean? Yeah. So please, please stop. The filthy mask is beautiful. I wish I had the clip. It was. Have you seen this? It's so disturbing. Of, uh, of him handing him the dirty mask. No, but I saw what you were talking about about the shopping and the clip yeah. and the the pictures. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I saw that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're supposed to be like this. Took all of just a couple minutes. Like, so he goes in one store, walks next door, gets ice cream. There's some Marines on the street. Hey, I talked to those guys. Like, it wasn't like you had any kind of meeting. It was like you you see him on the street. They were probably disgusted and repulsed by you and hate your guts. Yeah. They. It was like you. you were headed out for ice cream and got distracted, walked into a store. And then continued to go get the ice cream. That's that exactly intentionally what, went out for. That's exactly what it was. Like he saw a shiny object in the store. He goes, "Oh, he talked to a local <laughs> business owner because he wanted to buy some whatever they sold." I don't even remember. Yeah, he thought at first that he walked into the ice cream shop. He was actually one door down. And I think it was a honey store. In yeah. fact, so he talked to them and asked them where the ice cream shop was. They directed him toward it, and then he went to get ice cream. And then he saw some Marines on the way back to wherever he was going. The fake White House next, next door. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows about the fake White House. You know yeah. yeah. And that leaves us, since we left so much room for those phone calls, we're going to go ahead and do everyone's favorite segment. And I do, I had to make a modification because I left Pervert out last week when I extended it. I forgot to reinstall Pervert. So it may sound a little bit different from last week, and we're going to roll this off for you. Everybody is ready for this week, an idiot, cross-dressing, confused, moron, pervert, Democrat, nut job, wackos. Exclusive to Blue Collar Black Listed. Y'all ready for this? He's a fag. <laughs> I almost asked. No James Gandolfini this week. Okay. And again, nobody here, besides from Buford, can be held responsible for the things that comes out of James Gandolfini's mouth. And not only that, he's dead. So this week, an idiot cross-dressing, confused moron, pervert, Democrat, nut job, wackos. Exclusively on Blue Collar Blacklisted. You heard it here first. This is a guy named Matt Walsh. He's on the Daily Wire. He's on that media outlet. But here in the last week... He was on Dr. Phil. So, and on Dr. Phil, he's debating these two gender-confused people that are, they're... Democrat pervert wackos. Yes. And they're, but they're usually, they're used to going around to like college campuses and things like that and, and spewing their nonsensical rhetoric, uh, rhetoric and, and basically going unopposed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which in, in later interviews, it they, they came out to say, that in between the time that they filmed this Dr. Phil episode um, and the time of it airing, that they were actually, they're, they're so mentally frail that they were experiencing nightmares. Yeah, PTSD. Yes, from from experiencing the absolute tongue lashing that this guy gave them. <laughs> um, You're going to have to describe for the, for the listeners, because they obviously can't see, and I can assist if need be, what they <laughs> look like. So we're gonna play this clip. And we'll we'll stop it here throughout at certain places, and and yeah, we'll we'll try to be as descriptive as possible, okay. um, as to you know just to paint a picture as to what these moron Democrat pervert wackadoodles look like. I mean, that's what we do. I I think that everybody that listens would agree that our descriptors 
or extremely unique. Be no construct of gender, just sex. You're either male or female. Right. And someone feeling in a mental, emotional way that they don't identify with the sex that they have been biologically created as and assigned at birth based on (laughs) their genitalia, if they don't feel that way, that there's no construct that describes that, experiences that. Well, that's got nothing to do with the reality. So you can feel however you want. I mean, I could sit here and say that I feel like a tomato plant, but that doesn't mean that I actually am those things. So your your self-perception, you can have whatever self-perception you want, but you can't expect me to take part in that self-perception or to take part in this kind of charade, this theatrical production. You don't get your own pronouns, just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own, your own adjectives. You know, it's like if I were to tell you, my adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter, whenever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. It makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. These are, that's, that's, that's grammar, that's language. So you think it's a delusion. Someone is self-delusional. Yeah, I think it's, it's delusion. It could be a mental illness. It could be a, it's, it's a lot of it. You know, I, I watched this when you, when you sent it. I did too. I cheated. What, uh, what do you think, and just in your opinion, where do you think that Dr. Phil stands on that issue? Uh, it's hard to say. I think he was pretty unbiased in that whole, in that whole exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I, I would have to say that, I mean, especially after hearing that, because, and and honestly, this is what everybody should be doing. They, Like I said, these people have been going around, and we, we'll describe them to you here in a minute, but they've been going around to, like, college campuses and things like that and, and spewing this stuff unopposed, and people just kowtow to it because you don't want to be labeled as fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And so this guy absolutely just pats them around like a, a cat with a mouse and with with logic and reason. And he goes on, like because obviously we don't have time just, you know, for time's sake, but he goes on to talk about what is female because he's, and he's basically painting them into a corner because of their, the way they try to identify themselves. And ultimately, if you define female, which it's easy when you're on the side of truth, like it's, is, is that, not, but that, 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 I'm sorry, that's in this piece, right? Yes. There's not a break in between. Um, I'm not sure. Because, Bro- you know, really, I mean, if it's that, I watched the timestamp that you sent. Yeah. I didn't watch this whole clip here, but I mean, realistically, this is not a, a long clip, but I mean, if it's yeah, the, valuable, the substance is good. if it's that valuable information, listeners and are not going to get it any other place I, I say let's roll with it right is that cool go for it yeah sorry dude children wow. you know there, there's also just a basic confusion hey, that all ba- kids back have. that up like, a little bit so hear, we, we can kind of restart when you, when you hear someone a parent say oh my and, and kind of get a little more context to when they cut over because that's one of the things I, that i was intended to describe was their expressions what's that rex that's a good spot right there i think right yeah, to just just to restart it, and because we're gonna we're gonna continue through this. That's 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 grammar. That's language. So you think it's a delusion? 
someone is self-delusional. Yeah, I think it's it's delusion. It could be a mental illness. It could be a, it's, it's a lot of different things. With, with children, wow. you know, there, there's also just a basic confusion that all kids have. Like that's why when you hear when you when you hear someone a parent say, "Oh, my four-year-old uh, son came came to me and said that uh, I'm a girl now, and so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna raise him as a girl." No, you're, you're a four-year-old. I have four kids. When a four-year-old boy comes to you and says, "Oh, I'm a girl," here's a good follow-up question: What is a girl? Ask him what he means by that. What do you mean by girl? And when you, when you ask him that, here's what he'll tell you. He will tell you what he really means is that he, he wants to do some of the things that girls do, like play with the dollhouse or, or, you know, he likes the color pink. That's fine. Play with the dollhouse. But you're still a boy. That's a question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel. Actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer what is a girl, well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. Because but, it's not for me to say. I, pause that, pause looks that. different for everybody. Non-binary, trans-masculine. I, I don't even have any idea what that... I mean, this is insanity. Which we haven't described it to the people yet as, as to what we're... That's, a, that's we're, obviously a biological male. That's, that's stupid. That's a biological male, right? I, honestly, I don't know. Back it up so we can see that thing. That's a biological male all day. The brow, everything about it. that's that's a male with a beard. But he's wearing uh, women's high heels. I saw that in the earlier clip. He's got yellow high heels on. I think oh, that, that was, was the, the other, other one. one. Yeah. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah. yeah. Are they sitting next to each other? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was the dude with the beard and the long hair and the tattooed eyebrows. Yeah. So you got... And the smackable uh, face. Both of these are biological males what do you what do you hit women <laughs> well neither one of those are women uh, so there's there's two people they're sitting side by side both of them are biological males you've got the the one right here which is a, a doughy looking guy that's got um some highlights like a doughy hispanic guy yeah he's got like some highlighted tips and stuff but he's he's wearing a highlighted little, what he's got some highlighted he's basically the singer to smash mouth <laughs> you know what i mean and, and the other one is is really the the more outlandish looking of the two. It looks like a cartoon character, yeah. Yes, because it's it's got white pants on and high heels, and it's dressed all like a female. It has big hoop earrings, and its hair is long and styled like that of a female. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a beard. <laughs> so, and. And and if you go back to that clip, like when, and and I know you saw it when <laughs> when Matt Walsh says, or Doctor Phil actually asked, do you so you think this is like a delusion? And he says, yes, I think this is delusion or mental illness. That that guy actually looks at the camera and says, wow, like yeah. I can't believe that somebody said that, and I can't believe that somebody called it what it is because that's what it is. So and then he goes on to to prove this because these idiots can't explain what a woman is. Yeah. Because you've you've twisted and contorted and you've got you've got spun into your own web of of idiocy. Yeah, and believe in the nonsense that yes, a non-binary identifies as a non-binary trans masculine. I I couldn't even begin to imagine what that's supposed to mean. Finish that out reversal right quick. Because but, it's not for me to say. I Womanhood looks different for everybody. What do, you, what do you define a woman as? An adult human female. And what does a female mean? 
Uh, well, how, do you, how do you define a female? Someone with, with female reproductive organs. Okay. Someone who's, you know, here's the thing. When you're, when you're female, it goes right down to your bones, your DNA. So that's why if someone dies, okay. we can dig up their bones 100 years from now. We have no idea what they believed in their head, but we can tell what sex they were okay. because it's, in, it's down in, it's, it's ingrained in every fiber of their being. Interesting. So I'm trying to understand. Your definition is that a woman is someone who is female, you said, right? Correct, as okay. a biological female. So what happens if we have maybe someone who is female, identifies as a woman, right? You know, cisgender woman, right? As you explained, as you just explained, it maybe doesn't have the ability to reproduce. Well, maybe it doesn't well, have those organs that you're talking about well, that are reproductive well, organs. I have answered the question. That, you That's not what he said, said trans women are women. Yes. Tell me what you mean. What is a woman? Womanhood is something that, just as Ethan explained, I cannot define because I am not but myself. you used the well, word. Well, so what did you mean when you said trans women are women if you don't know what it means? Right? So here's the thing. So I do not define what a woman is because I do not identify as a woman. Womanhood is something that is an umbrella term. It includes people that who... That describes what? So pause that. People who identify. So can he not? uh, So it's like. So can he not describe what a tomato is because he don't identify as a tomato? Great point. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and and that's how duplicious and idiotic it is. I I can't. It's hard for me to to wrap my brain around the the idea that those are real people. Like you exist and you you believe this nonsense, and uh, to to refer to womanhood as an umbrella term is absolutely ridiculous and and uh, god bless uh matt walsh and, and people like him that that stand up on a national yes. platform like that and say things that that are actually very very popular very popular very popular very easy and very true yeah. it, and, and the thing is like it's always easier when you have the truth on your side it's pretty basic i think when he asked what is woman matt walsh answered him in about three words yeah. So I mean, and and that's all it takes. And then this, the 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 male that tries to make himself look like a female that doesn't identify as a woman—that's his words, not mine. Then goes on to say that you know it's it's womanhood is different for everyone, and like you said, it's it's the umbrella term, and it's just not. Yeah. So the the guy the guy with the long hair, uh, he he tr- when. Matt Walsh defined what a woman was. He it tried to come back and say a cisgendered biological whatever it was cisgender. That's not that's you can extract that and throw it in the garbage because that's not real. But one of the things that I've noticed, like their feigned alarm, like you described, when when he said "Wow," because they're stuck in an echo chamber. But one of the things that you'll notice about people like. Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, any any good debater, when Matt Walsh is listening, he's listening, he, there's not much movement, there's not much expression, it's pretty blank, whereas they have the the theatrics, the the um, cartoonish, overplayed expressions and mannerisms and, and like I said, the feigned alarm and looking at each other because they don't have the confidence. on It's obvious they know they're full of crap. They know this. When they get out of their of their element on, around either people they can coerce or people that have coerced them in this nonsense, that it's it's like a fish out of water and they don't know how to behave. That's not, their, their behavior is indicative of everything else with leftism as far as I've said so many times in the past, they operate on that snark level. And if they can't 
you snark to shut you down, they're they're dead in the water, and that's that's what that just looks like to me. It's written yeah. all over them, and they, they're completely outgunned and outclassed. Which again, when you, when you come out of the gate with something this idiotic, this this, this indefensible and yeah, just which the, the ridiculous. Thing is, like, these these people are so confused and perverse and mentally frail that they can't handle any kind of opposing viewpoint. And the thing is, it's because they're, they're not well grounded in what they believe because they, because what they believe is nonsense. And so that's why you see this small sector demographic of people that has such a high rate of suicide. Yes. This is not healthy. This is not. It's, to, this and is reinforce not, their psychosis is not doing them any favors. No, it's it's not doing any of them any good. Like, I mean, I mean, that's that's why these people are offing themselves in record numbers is because they are mentally unstable. This is this is not good, and it's not good to play into that delusion. And that's why when they encounter just a little bit of resistance they go on to say that they have nightmares because of it I, maybe they do but that's that's not our problem that's definitely not matt walsh's problem he didn't do anything wrong but tell you the truth if the truth gives you nightmares you need to see a shrink for a lot more reasons than just that and yeah. and so one of the things man when we're doing the segment of this week in idiot cross-dressing confused moron pervert democrat nut job wackos is this stuff exists and, and We've proved time and time and time again that it's around the kids and the primary target is children. I've got some on World Net Daily, and we'll, we'll run through this right quick. Feds paying gay and transgender minors to report their sexual behaviors, parents not to be told of involvement in study. A federal study asked underage boys to report their sexual behavior to a mobile app in exchange for up to $275, all without requiring permission from their parents. The Washington Free Beacon reported researchers at Columbia University funded by the National Institutes of Health, we know those guys, the NIH, mm. has spent more than $8 million of taxpayer money on a study that pays gay and transgender minors as young as 13 to track their sexual behavior on an app called My Peeps without parental permission. The Free Beacon reported questions such as whether or not they have, quote, condomless anal sex as part of the study. The app has activities and games to educate users about HIV prevention and protective sex. Only 13 to 18 year old males who are quote into other guys are eligible to participate in the research study. According to my peeps in 2012 and 2013, the NIA spent more than $300,000 developing the app since 2016. The federal government has spent 7.9 million paying researchers to study the data from the app. According to the government spending database, the free beacon reported researchers at Columbia university were awarded another $341,000 to study transgender teenagers using MyPeeps in 2022. MyPeeps mobile markets itself as a sexual health project for teen guys who are into guys on Twitter. It advertises the app as a way to learn about relationships, communication, and ways to protect your health using an app. There's an ethical balance between investigators' desire to enroll children in a study and the need to support parents in caring for their children. Wilburnhurst told the Free Beacon, who is Wilburnhurst? I'll skip that. Dr. Monique Wilburnhurst, former Deputy Assistant Administrator in the Glo Bureau of Global Health at the U.S. Agency for International Development. All that to say, I will segue right into this next story on Breitbart. So keep that one in mind. You know what I mean? Hold that, hold that thought. And this is a headline on Breitbart. Parents outraged. Fourth and fifth graders asked to join Queer Club without their consent. Notice the theme here. 
Parents of fourth and fifth graders in a Beaverton, Oregon elementary school are outraged about the creation of a queer student alliance club. They say their children were asked to join without their consent. At a January 18th virtual school board meeting, parents of children aged 9 to 11 years who attended Raleigh Hills Elementary School expressed concerns about the appropriateness of the club reported redo the following redux the following day parent Bambi addressed the school board regarding her experience with the school principal's alleged dismissal of concerns so I'm a parent of a fourth grade student who had some fifth grade students come into her classroom and do a presentation on an LGBTQ club my daughter was asked to sign up and she did because everyone was everybody was doing it and she thought that's what she should do. I then became aware of email conversations back and forth between the principal and other school officials dating back to November of last year. The email showed this club being planned out and how to go around needing parents' permission. These meetings are taking place during the school day and per the emails, that was one of the ways to be able to get around parents needing to approve it. The emails instruct transparent instruct transparency but only if a parent asks. Nothing came home with my daughter or was sent to me from the school explaining such a presentation was going to take place in the classroom. I was not given the opportunity to opt out. Last year, my daughter struggled a lot online, and I asked the principal for help. After asking the teacher multiple times and was just being told to do the best we can, the principal said there really isn't anything that she could do for me, and she emailed me a list of tutors that I could pay for. I'm very disappointed that the request for my education support was dismissed, yet I was left in the dark after being, I'm sorry, about her being exposed to a very inappropriate for her age presentation, which feels more like her being groomed and recruited by older students. The article goes on. There's some pretty, there's quite a bit in there, and that's on Breitbart. We'll have a link to that on the uh, description for this week's podcast. But, I and I'll just go ahead and call a spade a spade. This is appears to me to be a grooming mechanism. Both of these do. What yes. are you doing? Like, what are you doing with all this data? The feds using tax dollars to find out about quote unquote gay and transgender sexual habits through an app that we all end up paying for. Where's that information going? How are you actually using it for, for quote unquote public health? You're not using that for public health. This makes no sense at all. Other than 13 to 18 year olds in that first story and nine to 11 year olds in the second story. The common theme between them both sexual misconduct being hidden from parents. And it's being driven by the people like the two jerk-offs that we just saw on Dr. Phil. These abstract sexual weird mentalities and and lifestyles and habits. And that's why I always say that I have such a problem with the libertarian mindset of you do you and I'll, I'll do me. Is because when you do you, it always ends up in some kind of weird perverse sexual deviancy and and i mean does that make sense absolutely you, you always end up with a guy with a beard dressed like a girl on stage in high heels that like telling is, you how you should how yeah, you you have it wrong this is where we find ourselves when it's like when when we have that mindset of just you know what you do you and then that person goes and yeah they're gonna go do them but do you think they're going to keep that to themselves and they don't? No, it's because impossible. what they because what they really mean is you do you and we'll attempt to do your kids. That's that's the long and short of it. And that's what the truth is with these d- disgusting nasty reprobates and that is this week 
and idiot cross-dressing confused moron pervert democrat nut job wackos thank you everybody and thank you so much to the people that called in uh and if anyone would like to call in the next show will be recorded uh thursday february the 3rd 7 to 10 p.m eastern uh six to nine central yes and uh five six one three six three 60-60. Yeah, that would that would be good. Six to nine central, seven to ten eastern. Yes. Five to eight <laughs> mountain time. What is that in Pacific? Mountain Four time. <laughs> to seven. Excellent. That is good information. Absolutely. And as always, please share our podcast anywhere you can on social media. Send it to a friend. That's that's the one single thing that that uh, would help us the most. And we are uh, waiting on you to call in next time. Yes. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank you for listening. No, you can't sing about it. They'll show you the door. Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore. They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave. But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me. Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show, but that's too true for radio.